What's going on, y'all? It's your boy, J.H. Givens here. And welcome to another episode of the Acromas Podcast, episode 111. It is, man, it is another week, man. Uh, we've been going through this for a while now. So um, episode 111, welcome to the Acromas Podcast. We are also live on TikTok for this episode. So if you are joining us through TikTok, uh, just sit there, relax, kick back as we go through another episode of this. Um, if you're listening to the recording of this episode, it means you're listening through Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Spotify. If you're watching our faces, whether it's live on TikTok or on YouTube, here's what I need you to do. Hit that like button, hit that subscribe button, hit that notification bell. So the next time that you hop on YouTube and you're scrolling down your feed, one of the very first episodes you will see would be episode 111 of the Acromas Podcast. Most of all, we'll see. But it's free to do so. It's not going to cost you anything but a little time. Investing into yourself, loving yourself, building those healthy habits along the way, and allowing us to be the place to do that for you. So if you could do each one of those things, we'll greatly appreciate it. So I'm going to repeat it so kindly. Like our content, subscribe to it, turn on that notification bell. Hey, I'm going to add one more on it to you. Can you make sure to share it too? Each one teach one is our motto. And this is what we do because you matter. Amen to that. Look, what a week it's been. We say this every single week, but man, it's these past couple of weeks have been a rough one. We'll see. Um, and going back to last week, I mean, we, we had episode 110, how fear can fuel success. It was a really, really great conversation uh, because it's, you know, it seems like a bit of an interesting topic to, to hop on. You're saying, well, I'm afraid, but I can also use that fear to succeed. You absolutely can. The example that I used during that episode uh, was me lifting weights, as you know, uh, with Acromas Fitness is our, you know, it's our apparel brand. And um, it's something that we've been doing for years now. We'll see even before we started Acromas was just trying to stay fit, exercising, strength building. Um, so the example that I used last week was me bench pressing. And, um, if you've seen any of the videos on my personal page or even on a fitness, you'll see the weight that I'm trying to put up. You understand the goal that I'm trying to achieve when it comes to bench pressing. Um, so the one, one example I used was that the fear of the barbell falling on me when I'm bench pressing is what leads me to actually be able to hit the rep because when I'm bench pressing for the most part, even when I get, even when I go really heavy, I refuse a spotter. I shouldn't because, you know, they always say if you're lifting heavy, you got a lot of weight, you need somebody behind you just in case, you know, your hands slip or, you know, your a joint pops out of place or a tendon rips or something, you're going to need somebody there. But sometimes I don't really listen to that voice in my head. And instead I, I just try to push through and um, I've been successful for the past few years doing it that way. But the reason why I say that I'm fearful sometimes is because if you have 395 pounds over your head, over your neck area, and it just slips out your hand, that could be the end of you, right? Mm -hmm. um, so for me, I use that fear to propel the success. I use that to say, okay, there's nobody here to help me. I am by myself. I am on my own. If I don't get this up, I'm dead or, or <laughs> for me, it would be worse. Yeah, me, this will be worse. I will be embarrassed. I think I think my embarrassment will be worse than death. But no, it's um it's something that that fuels me, even if it isn't bench pressing, it could be squatting, it could be deadlifting, like any of those weights that are really, really heavy to me. I like to make sure that I'm able to push through 
Um, and that fear will see, I don't know if it's the adrenaline or the dopamine release, but <laughs> I'm able to push so much harder than I actually thought I could. Um, <laughs> so it was a great episode to have that on. We'll see. And I know you, you mentioned your side as well. And I'd, I'd love to get a little bit into that too, to, to see even if you were able to use some of that this week to help you through. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I would have to say, um, it's all mental, right? Um, at least from uh, the work perspective, uh, I can go in that round. I'm sure most people can relate to that. Um, yeah, it was definitely a week of pressure. Uh, a lot of folks, uh, fearful of um, deadlines and not meeting them. Uh, and that also triggered uh, imposter syndrome with a lot of people that I that I work closely with, with you know, the team that I manage where a lot of people kind of felt that pressure that they didn't know they could do it. So, you know, with me, me being their leader, uh, you know, it's my responsibility to make sure that I can encourage and let them know how great they, they, they are, each of them. Um, and, you know, I did just that. But even having the pressure put on me from folks above, you know, me along with the chain of uh, commands and whatnot, uh, just trying to get that done. So we had a lot of last minute impromptu deadlines where I spent a lot of early mornings this week and I had a lot of late nights um, just to get them done. But guess what? Got each of them done. Um, and uh, it's just a matter of, you know, applying yourself and persevering, even when you feel like maybe you can't or you, you, you feel a little uncertain about things. It's normal. It's OK. We all have them. Uh, the key to it is just to continue, be persistent uh, and just make sure that you're giving the best effort you can um, and not psyching yourself out. Right. So I guess if you if I take that per- perspective of like not having someone someone there behind to like help nudge me and keep me going, then it's really just on me. Um, but you find out what you made of um, when you really have those moments when you got to kind of put the pedal to the metal, if you will, and you, you push through fight or flight syndrome. Um, and, you know, we're fighters by nature. And a lot of our audience out there, you're fighters, too. Um, I feel like everyone has it in them. You just got to be willing to see it through. And uh, that's what we did. Uh, I, I mean, afterwards, just like in the workout, you're sore as hell. I'm mentally exhausted, but uh, I'm feeling pretty good because I got what I needed done, taken care of. So, um, yeah, uh, adjusting and utilizing fear can be a strength, right? It can it can bring out the best thing you, if you allow it. Uh, you just have to be willing to take the first step. Mm, amen to that. And that first step is always one of the more difficult steps to take because you're, it feels like you're walking into the unknown. And uh, sometimes the unknown is scary, but in order to be successful, you got to go through those times. It's just, it's a requirement, man. Um, there's no way to get to that level um, unless you're willing to go through a lot of crap to get there. So uh, just keep rising, keep facing those fears. And I can guarantee you, regardless what your goals are, you will end up being successful, man. Um, and we we also wanted to touch base a little bit on Acromus After Dark. And I will see you mention that it's another podcast that we host that uh, we, we have a little bit more adult conversations, conversations that we probably can't have on radio stations or anything public because it really we really get deep. Um, we really get pretty graphic too. So um, yeah. stay tuned for the next episode that we have on Acromus After Dark. Uh, and it is pretty fitting. We'll see. I know I didn't even mention this before we started recording. Um, but if you have been listening to the news, um, the potential TikTok ban 
is now up for debate. It is on Biden's desk, so it's up to him to say, yes, we do want to ban it, or no, we are going to keep it running as it is now. Uh, right now, we don't really know what it's going to be. This is pretty breaking news. And uh, for those creators who are on TikTok and use TikTok to make a living and you are in America, uh, this could be a bad thing for you. And even if you aren't, even if you're somewhere else, you got to remember that sometimes you may rely on American followers to help you. Um, so that could be a major blow to anybody who is earning money on this or who just likes the app, loves the interaction on it. Um, so it, it's, it's one thing that we're going to hop into on Acromas After Dark. So make sure that you join us. You can join our Patreon, go to Acromas Dark on Twitter, just click the link. You'll be able to hop right in. So, um, that, that I think is a very important episode. We'll see, because we might be going back to just a couple main, uh, social media platforms that really aren't the best in terms of engaging, um, or getting followers or getting views, I, I would say TikTok is a big one. It's a, it's a really good one. They've somehow been able to break through the formula and get the correct algorithm um, that seems to work for their for the uh, the audience. So um, it will affect a lot of people if the U.S. decides to ban uh, TikTok. So uh, we'll see that. That is an episode that I cannot wait to dive into too. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, looking forward to talking. On about that and just really kind of um, <clears throat> free for all, just letting it go, right? Because I too agree with you. Like I'm sure many of our listeners right now are agreeing with uh, TikTok being the most engaging, interactive um, application that's out there in the market right now at this point in time. And honestly, um, I think it's shown uh, that the people are the ones who are deciding what they like, what they want to listen to, what they want to hear, and what they want to be a part of. Mm. To, to hell with the algorithm at this point. Because, you know, you have a lot of these following trains that are out there and they work to get you the following that you need. But ultimately, it's the people who decide what stays and what doesn't because we engage with one another, right? So we run this train. So hopefully, we'll see what Biden has to say. We'll discuss it more in depth once we get on the Chromes After Dark, because I got a lot to say. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait. No, I know you guys can't wait either. So be sure to tune in uh, once we get to that point. But here on episode 111, uh, if you were on our TikTok live or if you uh, tuned in, you know that we are going to talk about the secret to staying disciplined. Um, and this episode is a it, it'll be an interesting one because. Every time you mention something like a secret, you know, a lot of people are expecting something, um, you know, grandiose, something they have not ever heard before. But I'm sure in some form you may have heard this talked about, but maybe not broken down as you can only hear it on the Acromas podcast. So uh, let's dive in, man. Um, as a personal story, we'll see. Uh, I know each and every year around this time, we decide that we want to go into Lent. Um, and if you aren't necessarily familiar with that at all, if you're not Catholic or you don't practice this, um, essentially Jesus was tempted in the wilderness or in the desert, however you want to look at it, for 40 days uh, by Satan. And he was able to get through this temptation for the 40 days and, and come out unscathed, even though Satan was promising all these different things. He would give him the world if he just came to him and said, yes, I am your guy, bow down to me. Uh, but he did not give in to that temptation. Unfortunately, as humans, uh, we tend to give in to a lot of temptation. Um, and it it is, it's always happening with us. And it, for me, in the past years, uh, it happened via Lent. Um, so 
typically during Lent, you you tend to give up a vice, something that um, is held over you so much. It's a habit that you, it could be a habit that is uh, really bad for you or something that you want to get rid of, but you don't really understand how to start to wean yourself off of it. Um, so over the past few years, man, there have been several different things, whether it's junk food or red meat or fried foods, whatever it is, um, I have tried to make myself get rid of it. And I've been very unsuccessful. I would say the very yep. first day I start, yep. <laughs> the very first day I start is the same day it ends. So um, I've been incredibly unsuccessful doing that. And I think it was for a few reasons, you know, besides the fact that I decided I was just going to cut it cold turkey and immediately try to hop on something that I've never done before, at least haven't done in the past two decades. Or, you know, if it's if it is something that I, I have not been able to really get a control over before uh, Lent arrived or, you know, temptation gets the best of you, you know, you know, the whole saying out of sight, out of mind where everything is right in front of my face. So sometimes it's just hard to push away from it. But uh, this year so far, knocking on wood here, it's been a little bit different. And I, I think the only way that I can really say that it's been different for me, it's because um, I've used some of the strategies that are, that are within the 21-3 method. Now, I know this lasts for 40 days, but I think 21 days is a great marker for you. If you've been able to make it or if you are able to make it to 21 days, I think the the other few days will not be as difficult to get through as the beginning. So uh, for me this year, we'll see. Um, it's been It's been great so far. Now, the one thing I would say, uh, because what I've been doing is giving up red meat, um, and it's something that I've eaten in the past, not not necessarily uh, with every single meal, but I have eaten it, and I know personally it's bad for me, but, you know, man, when you're chewing on that steak or that red, whatever it is that you're eating on, it's that red meat, it's juicy, it feels good, but it never, it never works for me. For others, they don't really get that negative side, uh, but for me, I get bloated. Um, I feel uncomfortable. I can't sleep. I get the meat sweats. Everything negative that you could possibly have, um, that's what happens to me. So I'm like, well, this is something that I do tend to indulge in. However, let me pull back from it this year. And mm -hmm. this year, it's been a little bit different uh, because I have not been focusing on the fact that it's something that I'm pulling away from. I'm focusing more on the beneficial side of things. And the one thing that I've been able to do, we'll see at least starting into this, is acknowledging that there was a bit of an issue, whether it's me indulging in the red meat or how I feel after. Uh, mm -hmm. That's one thing that I've been able to dive in a little bit to more now than before, because it's that feeling of regret that I tend to stay away from more. It's, it's a bit more of a visceral feeling than anything else. And I think uh, for anyone out there who's trying to practice discipline and you're trying to get off of a vice, it could be smoking, could be eating junk food. You want to you want to think about how you feel after doing that, right? Mm -hmm. Typically, yeah. if it's a negative vice for you, you feel like crap after. If I'm eating junk food, regardless how I feel before I eat it, it's always after I eat it where I'm like, man, I can't do this again. And it's the same with red meat. As I mentioned, I tend to swell up. I have the meat sweats. Um, I can't sleep right. My digestive tract is all off. And it's because of that. So keeping that in mind allows me to be disciplined. Now, it does not mean that temptation doesn't come in. I mean, goodness, Jesus was tempted in the wilderness, right? So mm -hmm. that still happens. But I am able to, to 
understand what it feels like to not be able to give in to that temptation, uh, to be able to tell myself, okay, I can hear that voice in my head telling me, yeah, this man, this tastes really great. It's great red meat. You know how it's going to taste. I say, hey, I'm acknowledging that, but I'm also strong enough to walk away. I'm also strong enough to make sure that stays at the side for me. I'm able to I'm able to focus more on how I'm feeling because I'm not doing that. And for me, that's a motivational factor for me to continue to go through uh, the remainder of Lent without being tempted to eat something like that. We'll see. So as a personal story, that for me is a way that I've been able to stay disciplined. Right. I mean, it's acknowledging what that purpose is, of course for Lent and just Lent in general, it's to get through those 40 days and perhaps go beyond that because I am now starting over a new lifestyle, right? I understand what my purpose is. Um, so being able to hit that goal and make sure that I'm staying away from those type of foods for 40 days, um, it allows me to propel um, to, to a different level that I haven't been before. And oh, by the way, man, after the 21 days, that temptation does fade. It does, um, especially if you're able to replace that feeling of regret that you have before you eat something like that. Um, it it helps me to stay focused, helps me to understand a bigger picture um, and keep that in the front of my mind instead of the temptation that I feel if I'm not eating it, we'll see. So um, I just wanted to share that personal story um, as a bit of a secret for me for staying disciplined. That's awesome to hear, brother. Um, I'm glad that you're actually making progress with it this year, man. There's still time. Uh, you know, usually uh, we haven't we haven't even had a chance to talk about what what, 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 you, what you gave up this year. Uh, but as usual, you know, for me, I, I tend to give up uh, red meat, and uh, also this year I gave up all poultry. And the only thing that I'm uh, consuming is, is seafood and, and and you know vegetables and some grains. Um, but you know, even doing that, um, I think it requires a level of. Uh, Taking a step back and just uh, reflecting on um, what what um, what you are trying to achieve, um, understanding the power of choice, I think is the most beautiful part of this that we have, um, and choosing to um, sacrifice for for something uh, that's greater, right? Um, and then achieving that and thereafter, as you said, typically it takes the twenty one days to to completely you know to associate yourself with a, ha a bad habit or a habit of any kind and this is an opportunity for you to do so i think the mental aspect is kind of what gets through to you um and it does at times make you waver with guilty pleasures and whatnot right um but i think it's just deeper than that uh just really being able to take charge of your life take charge of something that you you want to uh be better than um, you know, as humans, we, we're, we're you know, flawed by nature, we're imperfect. Um, so no one's asking you to be. But if you can make a sacrifice of such in that kind of way, uh, you can't help but be better. You can't help but feel better. You can't help but believe in yourself and know what you're capable to achieve uh, if you put your mind, body and spirit to it. Right. Because to me, that's the embodiment of what it represents, the, the ability to sacrifice, to be selfless uh, for a greater purpose and cause beyond your own. Um, and it's an opportunity to do so. For me, it allows me to kind of reflect on the year that I had prior. Um, and I, I make just not sacrifices for physical, like, um, you know, accomplishments to achieve, but also spiritual as well. Um, uh, you know, just different parts of my life, emotional, 
just allows me to have an opportunity to reset, recalibrate my, my thought process about life, where I am, where I'm desiring to go, the sacrifices that were made so that I have the privilege to make these decisions. Um, and you do too out there, um, outside of whatever you believe. This isn't about that. Is I'm not approaching it from that perspective. Just growth. Just be better, do better because you are better. So if you can apply yourself in a way and making a, a decision or something you can find yourself to give your best effort and sticking to it, taking it one hour at a time for each day of each week until, in this case, until you get to Lent, then you've arrived to a place of knowing uh, what your determination look like and what you can achieve and really give your best and maximum effort to whatever it is that you desire to, to do. And to be quite honest with you, what I found to be the case is once you do get through it, chances are there's a good probability that you might even go back to doing what you were doing before because you're so used and accustomed to this way of life. And uh, you know, this is stuff that we've talked about in previous episodes before, um, part of a you know guide that we had created a book and 21.3 Method is, is something that we, we have embedded ourselves into living by in our community uh, to helping them help kick uh, bad ha habits and replace them with good ones. That's for you. Because only you know what's good and what's bad for you. No one's here to tell you or dictate to you what that looks like, but you matter. So you should believe that more than anyone else and make the best decisions that are for you. And be honest with yourself. That's a huge part of this process Lent, that you have to be tr in, one, in truth and in tune with oneself to be honest with maybe issues that you are having and things that you need to address, right? So if you're someone that's dealing with health complications and health issues, it absolutely makes sense for you to be to give up certain things that isn't healthy for you, you know, that you shouldn't have because we want you around. You have people that love and care about you. But if you don't care about yourself, love yourself more than anyone else, then, I mean, it's going to be what it is. Um, and I don't think that's fair to those who do love and care about you, who believe in you and who want you to be around. Because like in life, you have a, a stone, you cast that into a pond, it has ripple effects and everyone's affected. Mm -hmm. So we want to be a part of the process of reminding you of your worth, how to properly take care of yourself, how to love yourself during this Lent season, and just making sure that you are right where you need to be because you're choosing to be there. As we learned, right, Jay? People are like what they choose to be. So recognize the power of choice. Make those decisions to do better, be better, because you are better. And you'll be where you need to be at the end. I couldn't have said it better myself. We'll see. I think I think the biggest takeaway, um, at least for me this year, and maybe you're feeling the same, it's just the fact that you're starting smaller and you're building up to where you need to be, right? I, I, I don't even want to say me giving up the red meat was immediate. Like it wasn't on day one of Lent where I said, okay, now I'm done. No more red meat, just completely giving it up, right? Typically what you want to do, especially if you're making a lifestyle change is you want to take it slow. You want to build up to that time, right? For those who might be eating junk or you're eating red meat every single day, if you're building up to something like Lent or a time where you're saying, all right, I'm going to give up these vices permanently, it is almost impossible to stop cold turkey and then to be able to sustain that. So it's important that you gradually wean yourself off of that. What does that look like? So if you've been doing it for five to seven days, 
Maybe the next week you try four days instead, right? You get used to the four days on that fifth day, you replace that meal with something else, something that's much healthier for you. Maybe you add in some vegetables, maybe some lean meats like some chicken breast or some turkey breast or something that you can substitute in for that red meat that uh, you can even make it as flavorful as the red meat was. So you feel like you're not really missing anything at all. And then maybe three or four weeks from that point, now you're eating red meat just twice a week, right? And once you get to the point of eating it once a week, you're not even going to miss it anymore, right? Because you're so used to eating different types of foods, even your body's going to start telling you, look, bro, you got to get off red meat permanently now. (laughs) One time you eat it, you see how devastating it is for your body versus all the other six days that you're not eating this. Let's your body's going to say, let's stick to the six days instead of this one day. And so after a while, you know, once you get to not eating red meat for, you know, once a week or twice a week, however, however far that span is for you, it's going to be so much easier to be able to ensure that you wean yourself off of it permanently. And that's somewhat similar to a strategy that I started on this journey. We'll see. Mm -hmm. Wasn't cold turkey. It was a bit of let me let me pull myself back. Let me find something to replace it with that also tastes good. It's really appetizing, but it's healthier, right? And once you start making those small changes and you build up over time, I can guarantee you that it'll be so much easier to live that lifestyle change. And I want you guys to make sure that you're you're thinking of it as that. Think of it as a lifestyle change rather than a diet, rather than a challenge, because once you frame it in that mind, you're competing against something that you don't need to. Instead of making it so much easier for you to to be able to get used to something like that, to to incorporate it in your lifestyle. And of course, it's the visual aids or it's the it's the it's the feeling that you get from it. We'll see. I know I always say that progress equals motivation when you're in the gym, when you're lifting and you you literally see yourself and you feel yourself get stronger. You're looking in your mirror and you see your stomach is shrinking a little bit. Your legs are getting a little bit thicker because you've been really cranking it out of the gym. You're starting to see the vascularity come through your body because your body fat is changing. It's getting lower. All of that helps you motivate it, right? It gets you so much more motivated to go back and do it again and again and again. And maybe increase the difficulty when your body gets used to something that you've been doing for so long. It's the same way that you go about it with nutrition. You keep getting better and better. You improve it. You add more vegetables, add more fruits, drink more water, substitute all the things that are bad for you. Now, it doesn't mean that you don't indulge a couple times a year or something. It doesn't mean that you got to get rid of it permanently. But having control is the biggest thing that you can have in this life. Having control over your life, that self-control aspect of everything that we do will allow you to achieve the success that you're looking for, man. So uh, just make sure, guys, that you're rethinking your approach when it comes to trying to stay disciplined. Make sure that you're starting small and you're building up and make sure that you continue to focus on yourself. Understand what your purpose. We are we are purpose-driven human beings, we'll see. Mm-hmm. That is the one thing that propels us to be great. And when we think of purpose, we're thinking of that emotional connection that we have to whatever we're doing, whether it's, God, I want to eat better because I want to stay here for my children or for my wife or for for my family members, for anybody who loves me. I want to be here for them because I know I matter. I know I'm so damn worth it. So that purpose is going to propel you to do things that you never thought possible. So guys, continue to stay disciplined. Now that you understand the secret, it's important to implement it. So 
We'll see. I want to turn it over to my audience, whether you are listening to us on this recording or you are watching us live on TikTok. We want to turn it over to you and ask you, how do you plan on staying disciplined? Whether it's through Lent, whether it's part of your New Year's resolution or it's some sort of summer plan that you have, you're trying to get your beach body on because summer's right around the corner. Look, spring is here already, right? I mean, it's yeah. getting warm outside. Don't let me talk too fast because we can have some random blizzard that's been happening uh, these past few years. But how do you guys plan on staying disciplined? Look, the best response that we get will be featured in a YouTube short as well as on the next episode of the Acromas podcast. And who knows, you might be able to be a guest on one of our future episodes, man. Yeah. If I can add one more thing to that is remember your why Mm. and you tailor it as you need to, as you go along, but never lose sight of that purpose. Never lose sight of that vision because this is why you're doing it. And as Jay said, you're so damn worth it. So why not do that? So stick to it, guys. It's going to not be easy. You know it. You're going to have moments where you waver and you're human. It's okay. The beautiful part about being human is that we are conscious and we are aware and we are in our knowingness to understand that. So embrace it, take control of it, harness it, and make the best damn decisions you can with what you have. But don't lose sight of your vision. Never forget your why. Mm. And you're probably asking why you were here. Uh, Well, it's because of this, right? Because we are able to dive into what we know personally, our experiences, and we tell the stories to you so that you could also implement it in your life based on the experiences that work for us, right? We're cutting out that middleman for you. We're helping you rebuild yourself, really build that foundation so you can build a sturdy house for the rest of your life as you continue to grow and achieve your purpose. So we want to thank you for joining us on this episode, episode 111 of the Acromas Podcast. If this is your first time here, this is your first time joining us on TikTok Live, we want to thank you for joining us. We hope that we've been able to help you in some way, shape, or form, and we hope that you can share this with anybody else out there that may have issues with trying to stay disciplined. But if you have been here and you still do not know what we are about or even how to spell out our names, let us help you do so once again. A-C-H-R-O-M-O-U-S. You can find us anywhere you hear a podcast, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, even TikTok Live. If you are watching us on TikTok Live or if you are even subscribing to our YouTube channel, I need you to do these three things. I need you to hit that subscribe button, hit that like button, hit that notification bell. So the next time that you hop on YouTube and you're scrolling down your feed, this video will be at the very top for you to click on and allow yourself to become more disciplined than you have ever been before. And most of all, we'll see. You're going to do it because it's free to do so. And we've given you 111 reasons why for weeks, each week straight, 111 weeks straight, we've been doing this. Nonstop consistent, rain, sleet, snow, hell, high water. We've been here sick. Doesn't matter. We've been here for you because we believe each and every single one of you are so damn worth it. You matter. We know we matter. So we are here to give that reminder and we're disciplined in doing so. So we're going to continue to do that. So please like, share, turn on that notification bell, guys. Make sure you pass it along. We need to make sure we're reaching people who are like-minded, just like you, who are looking to grow, build those healthy habits, who know their worth. And if you don't, we're going to make sure you learn it today. So if you like what you saw today, go check out 110 different reasons as to why 
we are the best doing what we do now and delivering these gems to make you better for you. It's a lot of reasons we'll see. Some folks only need one, but we got 110, man. Um, so guys, we want to thank you for joining us once again. Uh, we hope that you enjoy this week. If you are going through your Lent journey, keep going, man. Keep pushing through, stay positive, stay strong, understand what your purpose is, and make sure that all of those things are in alignment with everything that you have to get accomplished in this life. Until next Sunday, it's your boy, J.H. Gibbons. And we'll see. Peace. Peace.